Who wants to tell you who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and let's get this thing started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Java Chat, as I'm trying to pull off my reading glasses. <laughs> For those of you watching on YouTube, that looked really good. Uh, I have an, a very interesting guest today, uh, somebody that talks about a, a subject that I would normally be absolutely passionate about because I actually miss a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> oh, uh, I have here Molly McLaughlin, who is in my opinion, a sleep expert after reading some of her story. And I want to read you guys her bio. That's why I brought the readers. Um, for those of you that are listening, this is cool. Molly is the creator of Sleep is a Skill. I've never heard it said like that, by the way. Mm. Um, which, after thinking about that title, it's exactly why I wanted you here. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Uh, it's, a, it's a company that optimizes how people sleep through a unique blend of technology, accountability, and behavioral change. The company was born from scratching her own itch after a lifetime of poor sleep habits culminated into a mega challenging bout of insomnia for months without end. Oh, you are my sister. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you are totally my sister. Oh, it was rough. Uh, yeah. Bet it was. Uh, with a background in psychology and human behavior, she went down the rabbit hole. How funny. We talk about rabbit holes <laughs> yes, here all the time. I was thinking of that. To, to solve her own sleep disturbances without sleeping aids. She became fascinated with chronobiology and by extension, its practical applications to restore a state of homeostasis, not only to her sleep, but also to her life as a whole. She began sharing what she discovered with other sleep sufferers and became blown away by the power of this work at scale. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Today, she's worked with hundreds of people to improve their sleep by strengthening their circadian rhythm. Did I say that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, she's now spent the past three years traveling the world to test sleep quality in different environments across the globe and sharing what she's discovered, like Bora Bora, like maybe the Maldives. Or, no, I'm kidding. Just <laughs> <laughs> not quite that, but yeah, but <laughs> there's that possibility. We can, yes, we can dream. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing the difference between a life with sleep and without, she's now dedicated her life to sharing the forgotten skill set of sleep. Guys, when I first saw this, <clears throat> a lot of you guys know I go to podcastguest.com to go look for experts. When I first saw this, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all the cardinal sins of entrepreneurship, lack of sleep is one of, one of the biggest ones. We are just horrible for the ones that are, are you know, out there grinding it and you, know, you got your nose to the grindstone. It's, it's awesome. Go out there. Go get it done. Blah, blah, blah. And yet even people like Gary Vee, you got to get at least six hours of sleep. Uh, other successful people that I know, they're in bed at nine and they're up at three thirty in the morning. Um, there's times and even like even with us, I'll sleep at one in the morning. I won't get up until you know nine um, because I have this need for sleep. If I, if I wake up before that, you know, it, it gets bad. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, we need to have this young lady here to school us on the need. <laughs> And the practice, proper practice of sleep. So um, let, me, let me start with this. Uh, let's, let's have you do a little bit more about 
this story of yours because mm. I'm sure it's absolutely interesting. Um, what the hell? What happened? What happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think that's one of the reasons that um, this has been kind of a unique approach because I I went through some of you know the lowest points of my life were related to or um, the culmination of just this complete imbalance in my life that led to, uh, I couldn't sleep and it mm. was so maddening. Um, and it also was a big identity hit to, uh, how I knew myself to be, I thought of myself as a healthy person and all the things. But when I, for days on day on end, couldn't sleep, we were traveling at the time, my boyfriend and I, we were beginning mm. this, um, kind of quest to take on, uh, digital nomad life. And, but we were dipping our toes in the water, adding jet lag into really maladaptive sleep behaviors and, and just, you know, entrepreneurial burnout, honestly. Um, and so when we started doing that with the levels of stress that we were experiencing with our business and mm -hmm. responsibilities and mm -hmm. employees and all the things, yeah. that was what went. And when that went, it was this experience of, um, at my lowest point, I went to, or one of my lowest points during it, I went to the doctors in Croatia with, um, Google translate and basically mm -hmm. was like, I can't sleep, you know, help. <laughs> um, and then the they don't know what to do with me. And they, they just give me their version of Ambien. And oh, in boy. that moment I leave with this prescription and it was just such a, um, kind of draw a line in the sand moment of, uh, what what future am I creating for myself? Right. What am I, and to do something so primal mm -hmm. um, or to have the inability seemingly to do something so primal felt very, uh, to put it lightly, disempowering. Yeah. Um, so, but also at a loss of what to um, do to make a difference. And so I'm, I'm sure you'll get a sense in this conversation by the end of this that I'm a pretty obsessive personality, probably half why I was having such trouble sleeping. Um, and you know, so well, if, I, you're, if you're anything like a normal entrepreneur, you yes. you definitely have an obsessive type of trait. Yes, exactly. Those traits are real, and <laughs> you know, so I went down the rabbit hole, and with a lot of extra kind of unnecessary, probably in retrospect, suffering mm. along the way, didn't yeah. probably have to go that way. But mm. I'm grateful for it now um, sure. because it told it it provided that fuel of one knowing what life looks like when you're not getting that level of sleep mm. and newfound respect and um, understanding, but then also just this sense of, as I would begin to learn more around just uh, some of the basic principles of circadian biology, circadian rhythm, chronobiology, uh, understanding the the power of time on our body and our mm. health. And also mm. for me, our moods and our um, levels oh, of anxiety, depression, all those things. So when I um, was able to then transform this area after, you know, fill in the blanks, this took a lot of trial and error. <laughs> um, and how many but, blanks were there? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of blanks. Um, I'm, but sure. I'm sure. Skipping over that part, uh, getting to the other side, fantastic. Like it, it changed my life. So, and I couldn't shut up about it basically. So then I started organically working with people to help um, with their sleep. And then mm. it kind of just grew from there and started doing small groups. And now we have online training courses, uh, the podcasts, weekly newsletters, all, you know, all the things yeah, yeah. Um, that has been incredibly rewarding because for one, I've seen my life looks absolutely upside down. Now I like rise with the sun and, uh, nice. you know, and connected to these rhythms where mm -hmm. 
But previous to that, when I lived in Manhattan, I had no clue when the sun would rise, when the sun would set, any of that connection to these basic principles or do even you, the knowing of why that matters. Do, do you um, think, do you think that, that do you think that environment has a part, part to do with that? I mean, Manhattan is an interesting city. Yeah. I mean, and it's a city. Yeah. The, the levels of life that you can live in off the ground are many. I mean, you could be on the 45th floor and see the sunrise. You could be on the yeah. second floor and miss the sunrise. I mean, does that, does that have anything to do with it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Great question. I mean, I was living on the 27th floor and, uh -huh. um, and one. You mid-level liver. You, you just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and a couple things. One, um, so one of the, the, elements of sleep is a skill is that we're looking at sleep through the lens of technology, accountability, and behavioral change. Mm -hmm. And when bringing some of the technology that can make a difference for the behavioral change aspect, just that awareness, that kind of what gets measured gets managed type. Sure. Of sure, sure, sure. Um, one of the things Such that I'll find, oh my God. <laughs> one of the things that I'll find is uh, one metric that's pretty interesting at the moment. Um, HRV, have you, are you related with that? Uh, heart rate variability. So heart rate I was going to say, you start bringing acronyms, start explaining yeah, them because yeah, I can guarantee exactly. you most people won't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. exactly. Let's break that down. Yeah. Um, HRV, heart rate variability is uh, just one of the metrics that we have at the moment that can give a sense of uh, the readout of our autonomic nervous system. And it's simply mm -hmm. versus the heart rate. Mm -hmm. It's the time in between the beats and how quickly your body's able to kind of respond to all the various stressors, uh, you know, within and outside of the body, mm -hmm. um, as in like even external stimuli will right. In, right, impact right, right. that. So uh, one thing that I'll tend to notice when I go into cities now, since with all the travel and granted with COVID, it's been much less, this is the longest time we've really been grounded, but um Previous to that, when we go to different environments, HRV would often be quite impacted and cities would be one of those things that you would see that hit. Now, there's all kinds of theories as to the why of that, um, but even if you get outside of, um, you know, electromagnetic fields or any of that sort of stuff that's more controversial, uh, aside from that, even just the basic noise pollution, uh, there's mm. plenty of studies on noise pollution <clears throat> and stress levels and kind of as, um, you know, in a, if we look at primal perspective, hunter-gatherer days, we were just not really meant to be around this many people at such extended period of time and what that does to or our that amount of psyche. noise level. That I mean, noise level. We're, we're born with two inherent fears, right? Falling in the fear of loud noises. You're in a city. Yes. What do you expect? Yes, absolutely. I happen to have been what is now Hudson Yards. So I was in the before side of Hudson Yards. So it was just covered with construction. Mm -hmm. I would count any good time, mm -hmm. like 17 cranes around me, good you know, night. it was just, it was a lot. Right. So just as far as, but it's so interesting when you're in almost like the, you know, the, the goldfish in the swimming mm -hmm. tank, like you don't mm -hmm. notice mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. at the time. Until How's you the water boys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hell is water? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally. So at my worst, I was going to bed, you know, as the sun was setting, um, or sorry, as the sun was rising and like birds are chirping, I'm going to sleep. Um, and you know, that was the lead up to, um, insomnia. So that was what my life looked like a lot in, in Manhattan was just this upside down schedule. Um, and so now to be on the other side of that and see what has, uh, what that's made available for just my, uh, peace of mind, you know, but also just my, my 
stats, like my um, kind of the bio readouts of how my body is responding to that. It's just pretty unequivocal. Um, and then I see the same thing with clients of really once we bring in that consistency to their sleep, the power of um, uh, the impact for the rest of their life. Sweet. That's okay. So first question. <laughs> I love that, by the way. Thank you for, for breaking that down because there's so much. <laughs> so much. I know. So much. <laughs> Rabbit holes. <laughs> Numerous, many. We yes. can run anyone. What would be your biggest piece of advice for somebody, anybody for that matter, because this is not, this is not just an entrepreneur thing. Yeah. There are, there are business professionals. There are people at home that are dealing with mental health issues. Sure. What is your biggest piece of advice that you can give somebody right out the gate when it comes to sleep and, and what they can do to better that whole situation? Great question. So I would say on the first side of the things, one taking in uh, the that title, the sleep is a skill mantra, that um, maxim or approach can help make a difference from the beginning. So the reason I say that is that uh, I'll have a number of clients that will come in and they have labels that they've ascribed to themselves from the get-go and they've had it for years. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a bad sleeper. I'm a night owl. I'm a this. I'm oh, a that. boy, and, the, the self-conversations. <laughs> love those. Oh, the self-conversations. And, you know, it can seem basic, like, oh, that's nuanced, but it gives you all your results. And I was going to say, nuance my butt. Talk yeah, yourself exactly. into, into existence is, is proven. I mean, geez, how many, they, they say anecdotal, but come on. How many people do we know that have talked themselves into crap lives? And how yes. many others have we seen, though it takes a little longer because our lizard brains, and talk themselves into much more positive results? Yeah. It sounds like this is the same. Is that where you're headed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because okay. once we get the sense that if if we're approaching it from as a skill set perspective, then mm. – like any skill, if you want to learn piano, you start at, you know, 101 and you get to, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. mastery. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and the same thing can really apply to sleep. And I do get the irony, of course, of this uh, title. And <laughs> because if we were uh, to go back to maybe hunter-gatherer days and you tried to make this argument, it would probably fall much more in deaf ears then sure. uh, than in the 21st <clears throat> century. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what we're speaking to with this element of uh, chronobiology and circadian rhythm, because I think, again, with that, you know, goldfish water analogy, there's where so many of us are swimming in that it's normal to yeah. have popcorn, Netflix, and wine at one in the morning. That's not weird. But if you go back to hunter-gatherer days, that would be so, you'd be kicked out of the tribe. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not weird if you're sharing time with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> But it's weird if you're doing it by yourself. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, so because if, again, if we go back to that template of how things were, and I'm not trying to say that we should, uh, you know, all go off the grid or something, uh, but it can be a useful uh, place to look to see how how different or how um, outside of the norm the approach is, because really this has only been a way of living since Edison, uh, largely, because mm -hmm. since Edison, we've been able to augment our days in such a mm -hmm. way that was very, very abnormal. And even if you look back, you might be like, oh, well, I know different like night owl people I've read about. Um, there's, it was one, very rare, because it would be actually pretty expensive to run a bunch of candles and all of that, like that actually the, the financial element would have hindered a lot of people for many years to even yeah. go much past sunset. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there yeah. was really a boundary or like a dance that we played with nature for so long. 
Uh, and then we've gotten so far away from that that it seems as if that's how it's always been. We basically flipped off nature and said, no, we're going to do what we want. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then... I mean and then this confusion that we have such high rates of sleep deprivation, um, you know, globally right now with this expectation of exponential rise, at least particularly with, um, you know, what we're dealing with right now. And then some theories around uh, what's coming with more, more people on the planet, as well as if you're do you, in do, the... What, do you, what do you think? That's an interesting one. Sleep deprivation. When it comes to business, because I... I this is just me. Here comes a yeah. rabbit hole. Sure. Um, do you think that that? Do you think that, or what is? What do you think might be a driving factor behind it? Because it's a worldwide thing. It's not just here in the states. I mean, there's when right. you look at the business world that we all live in. There are, you know, there's deadlines. There's people that are constantly pushing to hurry and get things done. I mean, we're by far, in my humble five dollar opinion. Um, we're probably one of the worst because it's like, well, we're open 24 seven and the rest of the world slows down. We're still going. And it's like, yeah. And we also have very high mental health issue rates. We also have very yeah. high, you know, bad health rates on a number of fronts. What do you think driving? I mean, is it, is it just the desire to just try to hurry up something or, I mean, people are sacrificing their, their virtual sanity. If you think about mm. it by not getting enough sleep, by chasing that deadline, I always laugh about it. It's like I love deadlines, especially the sound of the whoosh, as it goes flying by. I love those. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, there are deadlines to be had. But it, what do you think is driving that? Or is it just something where man has just gotten too far ahead of itself and forgotten what it's like to actually live? Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, so one, if we take it to uh, one of the guiding frameworks that we'll speak to is uh, circadian rhythm entrainment, mm -hmm. which is just a fancy series of words to how to strengthen our circadian rhythm. Um, love the fancy words. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we have a spectrum and you can either be, you know, on the weak side of the spectrum or on the strong side of the spectrum mm -hmm. around our circadian rhythm. Like, does it, is it just automatic? And we might have like friends that we think too, that it just can boggle the mind, or at least this used to be my experience when you'd see people and you'd go out with them and they'd, you know, be out all night, blah, 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 but they would still wake up at the same time the next morning. It was yeah. like, how did I they have some it? friends? I have friends like that. I do. Right, exactly. And, you know, there's a number of things, but one thing for, for some trends, for some people like that, can be that they have a bit of a stronger circadian rhythm than the person that is unfazed and sleeps until 11 or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. so, so if we're looking at that circadian rhythm entrainment, then how do we entrain our circadian rhythm to have that count onableness that mm -hmm. helps just automate this, this mm -hmm. question of when do I go to bed, when do I wake up? Because that's really the coolest thing. Um, one of the coolest things that I still am fascinated by is that now on the flip side of this, it's like I get tired at the same time every night. I wake up at the same time every morning. This is nuts. Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah. Um, and so with that, and this, I promise I'll bring it back to your original question. So with that, then uh, two elements are particularly important in, in training the circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. And one, the top one is actually light. And the second one is temperature. Oh, uh, and then, we have to talk about a, pro, a product that I know of as well. When, oh, sure. When, about light around that. Yeah. We'll come back to that because it's Very cool. it was cool. We saw it at the Consumer Electronics Show, and I, I swear if these guys don't catch on, people are daft. Anyway, please keep going. Oh, you were at, uh, at CES? Oh, I go or, every year. Oh, I was there.
there too. Oh no my way. God. Yes, that's crazy. That's so crazy. I was there with my buddy um, uh, Dana Garrison. We were out there talking to people, and she's a big one too for about for sleep. Okay. We we actually went through the area that had sleep. Um, the sleep, sleep tech. products right next to sex tech. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Could you believe that? That was a new one. For- you had to bring that up, didn't you? Okay. Um, it helps to sleep. Uh. Yeah. After. Um, <laughs> If you if you get any, um, yeah. <laughs> can we sleep now? <laughs> anyway, but there was a lot of there was a lot of cool sleep tech. I, I, yeah. We could talk some about some of that and how it may positively or negatively affect. They, and, and the ones that we liked completely made sense as to why they have. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so sure. light is one. What's the yeah. other? Yeah, and the other is temperature. So. <laughs> And that's the other product that I wanted to talk about. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so those two things are super important. And uh, so to bring it back to your question about, so what has happened to us? How have we gotten so off track? Yeah, what's Um, the deal? So even before the lockdown in 2016, some of the, uh, you know, stats were that, who knows how accurate or not accurate these were out of um, uh, kind of overall uh, reports. But essentially the call out was that 90% of people in America are, um, their sp- or that they're spending, sorry, 90% of their days inside indoor living. Um, and that was before the lockdown. So we wow. can assume that, and if you think about that, um, if we are even before the lockdowns, you know, rising, um, uh, going into a car, which is another indoor environment, yeah, um, and then going into work and then you, coming you just back. Killed, you just killed my whole argument, but road trips. <laughs> but road trips, exactly. Right, because that actually alters the, the windows will alter the, um, the light. Yeah. The light. And so there's always uh, a slight tint in it. Yeah. Right. And so, and it will take out some of the full spectrum element that actually can help mm, inform. Um, in, yeah, make a difference with our hormones and mm-hmm. regulations with that. So if we're spending so much time, so my girlfriend indoor, isn't crazy, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's a longer topic, but um, whenever I get one, I'll make sure to find an asker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, so if we're doing this, it's really akin to being much more, you know, zoo animals than we ever realized. And so if Gosh, we're zoo animals, I love it. Whereas really, and with that, we're missing some of those key external cues that have mm-hmm. kept us on time, really, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. so many years. Mm-hmm. And when we say on time, there really is an on-timeness to our bodies. We have um, a master clock in our brain because it's called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, yeah. and that's really meant to keep I everything on time. I heard that term time. in years. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, let's bring it back. Yeah. And then, we're going to have to. Well, I mean, it, make, it makes absolute sense. See, there's so, <laughs> there's so much missing <laughs> These days, these terms that that most entrepreneurs like, I've heard that before. Yeah, dummy, it's the thing in your head that tells you when to go to bed. Right, exactly. It's, so if we if we don't get a hold of that, obviously, we're yeah. gonna miss we're gonna we're gonna miss a bus. We're gonna miss a whole damn boat. I, I think, and this this brings me to a, a real. I say this in in slight jest, and at the same time with with loving envy, you farmers still got this shit down. <laughs> I know. Yes. They, they and Amish and yeah. 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 Absolutely. Up at dawn, down at dusk. They they just don't mess around with their with their bio clocks. Yeah. While, while the rest of us are just sacrificing ourselves on the impalement of, of business. Absolutely. Anyway, Absolutely. please please keep please keep going. 
No, but it's so you're making such a good point because it, it gives us people of modern day examples to point to that are doing this thing that occurs now is so weird. And living well and living yeah. well that they're doing just fine. You know, they yeah. they they have the lowest uh, amount of health issues, the best mental health. I mean, they, yeah. meet an Amish person. Tell me what they're like. They're some of the nicest people on the planet. So true. And 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 they're very they're welcoming. They're cool. I mean, I I know that every community has, quote unquote, its issues, but as far as their health is concerned, they don't have mental health issues really. Yeah. No, that, not that not that I've seen noted. I I know that they have other cultural issues and community yeah. issues, but um, I don't know about the mental health one. Meanwhile, yeah. the rest of the world is sitting there banging their heads against the wall, saying that that's a stress relief. Right. Exactly. Now, Kevin Kelly out of um, Wired did a pretty cool expose on the Amish culture. And Ooh. yeah. I'll need that link, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've, yeah. You've referenced it. We now need a site on the, on the, on the comments. So we'll definitely, uh, if you can find it, that'd be awesome. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Um, yeah. You know, so if we uh, take it back to that circadian rhythm entrainment, it's light and temperature are those two guiding forces. Mm -hmm. So if light is number one, part of the reason it's number one or uh, an element to it is one that our eyes are really directly connected to that suprachiasmatic nucleus, that main mm -hmm. master clock. But besides that, we have um, multiple clocks in uh, virtually every cell in our body. And then it's an element of that photoreceptors within our skin. Mm -hmm. So all of this is kind of reading out what are the cues that we're giving our body to keep it on time. And the best example of that is if you go you know, travel internationally, go from like New York to Hong Kong or something. And you have to, we're very thankful for our body's ability to have those readings and constantly being dynamic to see, because otherwise it would be very challenging to travel if we stayed militantly on our clocks. Mm -hmm. um, but we have that ability, so we train it and it takes a few days and whatever, but then we finally eventually get back on track. Yeah, that jet lag's a bitch some days, let me tell you. Totally, Absolutely. Um, oh, there's a great tool for that time shifter. The app is super helpful with that. Um, time shifter. I'll have to go time find. And I, yeah. I don't. And I don't travel like I used to. I mean, I I've yeah. done the, I've done the sixteen and a half from LA to Singapore. Yes, I've totally. Flown, flown flown one night through a night through a day through a night to the to the to the next next day, and completely discombobulated. Just like we left on Monday, arrived on Wednesday, and I'm I got off the plane and I looked and I was like. What's today again? Oh, yeah. I had to be We've reminded twice. I literally yes. had to be reminded twice. And I was like, oh, that's right. We crossed the date. Like, holy shit. I know. It's so confusing. It like, is. We've done it's a lot of that from New York to like Thailand and Bali <gasps> and have you. Oh, my God. Bali was a, a lot. <laughs> it's, it's funny. When you, when, you fly, when you fly east, it's not so bad. It's like if you do the hop mm -hmm. from here to UK over to, to Frankfurt over, you know, and just keep going that way. It's sure. not so bad. But the moment you go the other direction, holy shit. I mean, it's right. just you're upside down, mm -hmm. and 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 I, I I get what you're saying with regards to skin because that's a big one. I mean, we have I I use this hand balm uh, from a company that I work with, and the skin is such a precious organ. I I don't think people are given enough. They think sleep's just the brain, the eyes, blah blah blah. It's like uh uh guys, this this is what tells how hot it is. This is why you can't sleep at night some days, or how cold mm -hmm. it is, and why you can't sleep some nights. It's this, you know, this thing's important too. I don't think yeah. enough people realize that we are a total being, not just bits and pieces. It's a whole puzzle. And the whole puzzle works together if you take care of it. 
Yeah. And, and sleep is obviously one that many of us are some of the greatest offenders. So this, this whole thir- this whole thing on, on the circadian rhythm is just, it's like really fascinating to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think maybe for particularly sometimes it takes those extremes to, um, to see the difference. So for some people that maybe have been routinely on a more of a nine to five type lifestyle Mm -hmm. or what have you, just Mm -hmm. some sort of real, uh, strict schedule, it might be like, Oh, well, of course. But when you are entrepreneurial or doesn't have to just be entrepreneurial, but have that flexibility in your schedule or have to deal with shift work, um, you get it in your bones more than the average person of what happens when it's all over the mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. what the difference when you are able to pull that and tighten that in, uh, just the quality of your life, uh, just all around, but you know, certainly in this conversation around sleep, but for the circadian rhythm and trainment element of things, if light is number one and then temperature is number two, uh, one of the other things that's really interesting is that if light is top, then it also is connected, of course, to darkness, mm-hmm. and that those two things have a real interplay that's mm-hmm. super important. And if we think about melatonin, it's kind of known as um, the hormone of darkness, and that in order to produce the amount of melatonin uh, that's sufficient and to to take us through the entire night with lack of sleep fragmentation or uh, short sleep duration, then part of the thing that we need to seek out is darkness. And so I really make the argument that we're part of more of a dark deprived society at this point. Right? You're starting to sound like you're advocating for the dark side in Star Wars. Yes, you need exactly. to be careful, Miss. Okay. Just, but we there need are the no dark Sith and here. the light. Yes. There exactly. are no Sith here. Just, just. <laughs> That's so funny too. I'm actually planning to go to Idaho because they have a dark um, protected uh, skyline. So there's right. only yes. like a handful. I don't have you heard of that? It's so I've cool. Heard, I have heard of that. It's cool. Yeah, it's, so I, the stargazing is supposed to be insane. It, it's, um, there's, so there's only a couple places that are like that. Um, yes. I know that that's one. I'm from Maui, which is one, Maui and Mauna Kea are two of the, the, yeah, well, so do I, Um, but, um, and there's a huge fight going on over putting up a new telescope and stuff and all this crazy stuff on Mauna Kea, but Mauna Kea and Haleakala are two of the best places to do stargazing from, and that's why they put the observatories up there, Um, but yeah, if you've, if you have uh, this Idaho thing, I'd like you to get back to me on, I'd love to hear the experience. But if you have ever been to either of those spots in Hawaii and seen what the sky looks like, mm. the amount of stars that you can see at night. Like I live in Las Vegas. I can count them on two hands. Wait, I'm there's in so Las much Vegas light. right now. You are not. <laughs> we could have been doing a live. Oh my gosh. Are you distance. kidding? Oh, jeez. Yes. This is crazy. Yes, my boyfriend owns um, poker companies, so online training nice. for poker players. Yeah, for looking at human behavior. He's a psychology professor, forensics, and would break Oh, I'd down, love to meet him. Um, not, not for the, the gaming part, but I'd love to meet I'd love to meet you both, obviously. Yes. Um, but that's that's cool. So Jeez. that's, yes, with the CES, so we were here and we were planning to only be here for a couple months, but then with the lockdown, we've been here and it's actually been wonderful. We've been the, um, well, minus the, the summer part, but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Minus that part, but still, it's we haven't awesome. hit the th- We haven't hit a hundred yet, but we're about there. It's about eight. I think it says 97 right now. Yes. Um, hey, listen, we're going to take a short break real guys. Uh, we're going to, blah, 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 blah. we're going to take a short break gang and we're going to come right back. I just want to get a little couple messages out to you. Um, and when we do, we'll talk a little bit more about circadian rhythm, what it is and how it works. And then, and then 
talk a little bit about some of those products that we saw at CES because, damn it, if they didn't make sense, one. Two, why aren't they out on the freaking market yet? What's holding this right. stuff up? So, I'm, I mean, I I'm, I'm one of those guys that comes out of angel investment and I'm just like, you want me to go find you some money? You know, let's, let's get you some capital because this needs to be out of the market like yesterday. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't seen them yet. Um, I know. And I'm sure they're facing the same fundraising challenges as anybody else, but you get yeah. the point. So we'll be right back, guys. We'll just give us a couple minutes, a uh, couple of messages from our sponsors, and we'll talk in a sec. Okay, great. And guys, we are back. We were talking a little bit about the circadian rhythm, and I, I, I don't think a lot of people really know what that is. Um, and, and maybe you can dig into a little bit of that. And at the same time, because like I used to do this thing where it was like a sleep cycle is an hour and a half. So every hour and a half, you have one cycle of sleep. It worked. I don't know why. Maybe you can explain some of that. Sure. Yeah. Great question. Uh, so our circadian rhythm, we are, as humans, we are diurnal creatures, meaning that we are meant to be active uh, during the day and at rest at night. And within that paradigm. So you're saying my cousin isn't a rat? <laughs> yeah, basically, pretty much. Um, he's just a snitch. He's not a rat. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Um Right. So then, with that, along, you know, <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. It's just it's a, it's an it's an Italian thing. I'm not Italian, but it's an Italian thing. <laughs> if Vicky gets a hold of this, I'm most, in trouble. <laughs> definitely the most entertaining podcast host I've experienced yet. I love it. Um, <laughs> so, so if we've got this, um, you know, diurnal way of living, then within that we're operating within this 24 hour, uh, cycle or spectrum and okay. within there, not even a spectrum really, it's, it's just a cycle. And yep. so within there, then what we're finding is that there's a number of, um, processes that have to happen at different times. And there's kind of a structure and a schedule within there. Um, and then what we find is that if our uh, circadian rhythm is strong, then we have a really count onable clock in which we uh, get tired around the same time, we eat at around the same time, um, we're active, we're moving, our body temperature is rising around the same time, it's dropping around the same time, cortisol levels are rising and dropping at the same time. Uh, there's tons of other hormones that are doing a similar kind of uh, cyclical nature. And, but it's all kept on this rhythm. So when we start interjecting all kinds of, so say for shift workers that are on uh, different schedules every week, very, 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 very challenging to the body and is sure. part of the reason why shift work is labeled as a possible carcinogenic by the World Health Organization, because wow. it's just that uh, wow. damning to our just all around all cause mortality rates so wow. so and then if we think about certainly how i was living i was akin to a self-created shift work because uh -huh. i would be up down all around oh today i'm gonna try to go to bed earlier and you know do this for a couple of days and then i go back to my old way lying to yourself feel after a while yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> right, it just is really up and down nature to life. Uh -huh. um, and so what that was doing to m for me, one of the impacts was that I was getting sick more often. This is mm -hmm. before the insomnia, getting mm -hmm. sick more often. I had the beginnings of an ulcer. I actually oh got gosh. shingles twice. What? Yeah, I know. Yikes. It's nuts. I know. And uh, so just a number of signs that things weren't really working as mm -hmm. well as they could. Um, and then, of course, with insomnia, then it just hit 
everything I was, over I was the head. Say, boy, you just you you hit the jackpot when you got that one. Yeah, exactly. Let's exactly. see what else can we get this year. Come on, insomnia. <laughs> Yeah, it was a real hazing process. Oh totally. Self, self Welcome to entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So, with um, t- to bring it back to the original question, the circadian rhythm element of things it becomes really important for us to, and we're starting to learn a lot of uh, the impacts around when we are off of that circadian rhythm and how that's affecting other elements in our body, even if we're just looking at the hormonal balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, all the things that fall out of alignment with that. Mm-hmm. haven't even talked about what that does to uh, even just your waistline and as it relates to leptin and ghrelin um, stabilization and glucose and right. insulin um, stabilization. Right. So there's a number of things that will have a fallout when we aren't on that rhythm consistently and getting that consistent sleep. And there's uh, gotcha. a lot of, a lot of rabbit holes on that. So, so, so basically if you don't get the right amount of sleep that your body basically is telling you, you should be having, and it's not on a regular basis, you can expect to have a pretty rough life is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah, really. And I mean, you ended up with insomnia after, yeah. after the, the midst of what you were doing. So, yeah. So entrepreneurs are busy. Professionals are busy. I don't care. Shift workers are busy because they go home and they have to go be super mom, super dad, and super husband yeah. and wife and all that shit. Is there anything they can do to kind of help with that? I mean, like, are there, we live in a world of tech. I mean, let's face it. Half of the populace lives on their damn phones. There's got to be something out there that can help with some of this stuff. I mean, I think you mentioned one earlier uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that might be apps that can help to remind or something, something, something that can get some kind of sanity into this calendar that we're screwing up. I mean, yeah. what, what can we do? What kind of things can we use? Great call out. So a couple of things. One, um, if, if we want to, one of the best side of the spectrum would be, of course, we, after sunset, we get rid of all sun, all light, uh, TVs, phones, blah, 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 all that. That chance, but okay. And no one's doing that. Right. So, <laughs> so living within that paradigm, um, <laughs> then how can we make friends with technology in a way that's going to help support us? Because actually that's interestingly, for many of the clients I'm working with, that's been the saving grace has been that technology in the face of the problem, which is mm-hmm. a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. So um, what are some of the pieces of tech that we can pull? I actually recommend that just about everyone, I have no affiliation with this company, um, get an aura ring, at least for right now in 2020. Nice. Um, you know, reason be, is it is it infallible? No. Um, is it going to be akin to a polysonogram? No. Uh, even polysonograms have their own problems, but at the same time, it's it provides an automated kind of sleep diary because they are pretty good. A lot of these sleep trackers at mm-hmm. at least um, total time duration, total mm-hmm. sleep duration. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. fare pretty well. I would not pay attention to the sleep stages. Um, a lot of people get real wrapped up in that. Those are just their best guess, but the total um, time duration and then some of the markers that are around health um, can be really eye-opening that they're pretty good at. So like the heart rate and the arc of that throughout the night, the HRV, which we were speaking to, mm-hmm. the respiratory rate can be really eye-opening. I've had people mm-hmm. that have discovered that they had sleep apnea <clears throat> from some of these uh, wearables and that's a I, huge yep. deal. Yep. Um, and huge deal. My dad had sleep apnea. Boy, okay. was that, that was a huge effect on his health. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that makes me so happy that he discovered that. So because a lot of people go their whole lives having no real clue. Hey, um, he was a he was a truck driver and he was heavy he would snore very heavily. Um, 
to the point that he finally, at one of the doctor's visits, they said, hey, um, we think you might have sleep apnea. And he ended up getting a CPAP. Um, and of course, back in those days, those things were horrible. Yeah. Um, but he, he tried. It did help him some. Unfortunately, he was so far along in life, um, his health eventually mm -hmm. succumbed to cancer. Um, but the fact that that was becoming, um, uh, what's the word? The fact of becoming aware certainly started getting my attention. Like, what is it? You know, what is it? What does it do? It probably, you know, the de deprivation of oxygen while you're sleeping. And I'm like, holy shit. Uh, I wonder if I'm doing that. And of course I had been told that I snore too. Um, haven't had the apnea issue mm -hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I use breathing strips at night so that I can breathe at night. Okay. Yeah. I still snore, but it's like when I wake up, I can wake up. I'm mm -hmm. not tired. Like gotcha. I haven't been getting enough oxygen. So anyway, please continue. Yeah. Well, in alignment with that, for anyone that's listening that has something similar, um, some cheap option or in a, um, uh, cost-effective items that you can do is get uh, Snore Lab, the app, and it will kind of give you a percentage of it basically records your sleeping throughout the night and give you a percentage of how much time you were it was audible um and so you can actually play back and listen to the sound of the snoring and so i then, can put the phone out in the living room and it'll tell me that i was snoring yeah it, if you put it within you know range that it can hear you then it will um, i can put it in the living room it'll hear me yeah. okay <laughs> Got that. All right. Yeah. Well, we could definitely look at that. There's another book too that's a great resource called Sleep Interrupted um, because there's kind of that misnomer that we might think of people that have sleep apnea as being overweight and they're, you know, all no, these there's things. A, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's, yeah. No, it's a whole not bunch just of overweight. Other stuff. Yeah, and there is. Very, like I just had a client that's very fit, um, you know, trim yeah. sleep apnea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there can be mild to severe cases of that too. And then, yeah. unfortunately, uh, you know, possibly like in the case of your dad, there the the sad state of affairs as how it stands right now is that often people aren't being diagnosed until it's really too, just yeah. so advanced, yeah. and that all these other things have broken down in their in their health. Uh, in the late nineties, late nineties, there wasn't a lot of data on on this yeah. stuff, you know, and and they caught his probably nineties. I want to say 96, 97. And, you know, yeah. by that time, he was near his 60s already. So, I mean, it is what it is. Got that. Yeah. You know, because even people that don't qualify as having sleep apnea, you can still have obstructed breathing. Yeah. And that That's just as bad. Yeah. can be definitely <laughs> problematic to your sleep. So, mouth taping is actually a really kind of um, lands as wild or comical thing that you can do for your sleep to. I'll do that every night. Like, tape, mouth. And then, really? yeah, and you can see the difference on your respiratory rate if you have some of these trackers. Um, What's it called? Mouth shaping? Mouth taping. So oh, you mouth taping. Go on like Amazon. It's, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, just grab some tape. And then and there's one specific for mouth taping, um, but you can also just get medical grade kind. Why does this sound like an episode of Friends? <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's, and it's Ross who's doing it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know it's it's wild. People even do it for kids, which like you know will get all kinds of pushback. Um, but it helps to train to breathe through your nose versus your mouth. Um, so that's a whole, and that's well, I mean that's that's what feeds about. your brain oxygen is your nose, not your mouth. Your mouth only feeds your lungs. Right. Exactly. It, how are you supposed to think? Um, I don't know if you ever heard of the Wim Hof breathing method, but yes. Okay, so I do that. Good. Great. 
boy, let me tell you, you want to talk about a great way to wake up. It Absolutely. is just the absolute – and you don't even have to get out of freaking bed. You wake up. You hit it 20 times. You take the dizziness and do, do the whole reset thing. Yeah. But your brain is getting oxygen like super, super oxygenated right first thing in the morning. What I actually usually do though is I usually walk out to my balcony, hit the 20, come back in, sit down, relax for a minute, and then do that. So mm. I, I, don't, I don't think enough people realize if you're not breathing through your nose at night, you're not giving your brain the oxygen it needs to rest and repair. Yeah. And this is, this is just from a nutritionist standpoint. It's, we were always told if you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain, you're depriving your whole body from its ability to re- Because here's your, here's your CPU. If this thing ain't fed right and it's not cooled right, water, mm-hmm. and you're not giving it the time to, to rebuild, you're beating yourself down, whether you're intentional or not. And the sleep... The sleep uh, factor <clears throat> is definitely one of those that entrepreneurs think they can get away with. <laughs> we've thought this for years, and we've gotten yeah. away with it to a degree. And then when our when our colleagues fall because they haven't gotten enough sleep and they get sick and they get ill, and oh, oh well, that's so that's so sad. It's so no, it's not sad. You moron, you didn't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Get yourself well, in partly, Exactly. That's partly why it's getting some more press in recent years because of the, um, it appears to be a pretty clear link up or correlation between sleep deprivation and then uh, later in life, uh, neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, out of our understanding of something called glymphatic drainage. So, mm-hmm. many of us have heard of lymphatic drainage, but glymphatic drainage is just the flushing out of the brain at night uh, with waste and it's something that happens within deep sleep, so the first stage of sleep. Mm-hmm. And if we are not setting up our nights consistently to be able to get that deep sleep, then we're missing out on some of that property. So we're left with plaque, an amyloid beta plaque. Basically making, to- you, making you a fat head with some crack on it. So it's, you know. <laughs> Pretty much. And then when you look at a brain of, um, you know, Alzheimer's and then with um, real clear sleep deprivation brain, they both have that um, amyloid beta plaque that's pretty substantial. So that correlation has gotten way more um, uh, press as far as that there's something that needs to be done about these sleep deprivation rates. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where we've been left is just something needs to be done and not a lot of, I, there's lots of people running to that um, around the sleep tech as we were mm-hmm. talking about and uh, that want to make a difference there, but it's just, it takes a lot of behaviors. Um, so back to your original question, uh, or ring or, you know, there's tons of other ones. There's dream headband mm-hmm. um, and there's the whoop, there's uh, Apple's going to be coming out with their version shortly uh, on the watch. and. Cool. So- Lots of different things that we can do, but also even for women that can be really helpful because we have something in Freudian rhythm to be mindful of, which is around 28-day rhythm that men don't have. And so the different points of our cycle that will actually really can greatly impact our sleep Mm -hmm. um, and also our body temperature, which as we mentioned, temperature is a big thing with sleep as well. So Mm -hmm. um, when we get more attuned to where we are in our cycle, we can actually have more of a say in the type of sleep that we're getting um, and to manage all that. And Mm -hmm. those trackers can help us stay on very closely. I mean, to the 
day, certainly, um, as far as where we're at, in our day, certainly, um, as far as where we're at in our cycle and make a difference there. That's, that's huge. That's huge. That's, yeah. um, I, I remember I'll talk about this real quick and then we're going to have to wrap this up because we're right, we're right at that. We're right at that spot. Yes. Um, CES last year, a friend of mine came with me and we, you know, kind of gave her the, the, t- the tour. She'd never been to CES before. Yes. Um, and we came across the, the sleep section and two, two products stuck out in my mind hugely um, because they made absolute freaking sense. The first one was a mask that had LEDs in them. And they explained, they explained the whole thing. They didn't say it was circadian rhythm. I don't remember hearing that word, but they explained the whole thing about light and how it affects our ability to ready for sleep or ready for waking. And it made so much sense. I looked at it and I'm like, why isn't this on the market right now? I says, well, we're, we're here. We're doing this. We're doing that. I'm like, good Lord, please just get the money and get the damn thing out of the market. <laughs> ship it. Just ship it. Um, it. It still boggles my mind that entrepreneurs are so such perfectionists. Yeah. It's like they never met Seth Godin yet. Um, <laughs> the, the, the intent of, of having an LED that slowly wakes with the time and it's connected to your phone. It knows what time it is and it begins to bring you back according to what time you want to wake up. So if you happen to have one of those off shift times and it's daylight, you can put this mask on, go to sleep and wake up when it's time to get up for your, for your, you know, overnight, your 11 to seven, if that's what you do. Um, The other one uh, was a blanket Mm. that when you lay down at night, I think it says the first thing it does I don't know if you, your, your temperature goes up or down when you sleep. I can't remember. Down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Down is particularly in the first stage. Okay, so during the first stage, it is a, it's, it's literally cooled. Mm-hmm. It helps to cool your body off. And then as you cool off to a certain temperature, it begins to keep you warm so that you don't overcool. Mm-hmm. You don't get too cold. Yes. But it, it just, it kind of balances you out so that you can rest comfortably. I said, well, that makes sense because I've, I've, I'm the, I'm the, the old school guy that leaves one leg out from the underneath the blankets for the, for the temperature. I'm that guy. My, my, one of my ex-girlfriends used to always ask me, why do you leave a leg out from underneath the blankets? Cause I can't tell when it's hot, when it's cold, unless I do that. And they thought I was nuts. And, I still get it. Yes. That's yeah. What, um, chili pad is probably one that's made the biggest splash as far as uh, the cooling tech mm-hmm. um, as of right now. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be so excited as more um, come onto the market. There's also bed jet is kind of a fan that will cool the bed. Nice. Um, yeah. But uh, one of the t- uh, chili pad <clears throat> tech is that it will, they have the Uller and that will cool you in the um, first stage. And then it slowly is warming you because as you go into REM, um, our body is naturally kind of heating up a little uh, in alignment with that. That was funny because the, the first thing I'm thinking, of course, is the old bed warmer pans that they used to throw coals and they put it under the bed, you know, and nobody realizes that if you did it wrong, you could set the house on fire. Yes, um, <laughs> definitely. But they did it every day. They, they, they yeah. do it on a nightly basis because that's how you kept your ass warm in those cold mm-hmm. North, North, New England uh, winters. So it is what it is. All right, cool. Um <laughs> We're not even halfway through this, you guys. Uh, there's <laughs> we'll so much more to talk about. Yeah, we're going to have to definitely do a part two. I, this was absolutely enjoyable. Um, and, and thank you for bringing so much already uh, to the listeners and to the watchers here. Um, even for me, I, I got a ton out of just this one, one deal. There's, I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about. Um, 
thank you for entertaining my humor and my, my curiosity. Uh, I'm sure we're probably going to get some other people that will comment and stuff like that. Uh, as they do, how would they find you? Oh, great question. And so uh, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> um, it's been such a cool uh, conversation. So uh, sleepisaskill.com is just the, the bucket of all the things. So mm -hmm. it has um, uh, the podcast is on there, the Sleep is a Skill podcast. It has uh, a weekly newsletter, a downloadable um, uh, PDF that's called the Optimized Bedroom. So you can get kind of a um, foray into some of the sleep tech elements nice. of things and how you can set up your bedroom in a, in a way, uh, kind of biohacker-esque to whatever I'll level. I'll of probably go hunt that have. link down because I'm sure everybody will want to just grab it. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get that, you can also get the weekly Monday newsletter. It's called Molly's Monday Obsessions because clearly I'm pretty obsessive. So I'll just say all the things I'm obsessing about with sleep each Monday. And then um, it's very crowdsourced too. So anything that you're um, that you find, please send along and I'll include it in the newsletter around sleep. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also have a sleep assessment, um, online course, all kinds of things around Sweet. making a difference with that. This is yeah. good. This is good. Um, and then they can find you on social. I'll have all of those links posted yep. in the description. Um, I think, I think we're there. I think we're there for this round anyway. I for think this we're round, there. yes, totally. For this round. What, when, we, when we do this again, and, and we'll have to figure out when that'll be, um, we'll, and, and when we do this again, let's do this in person since you're in the same it. freaking city. Yes, how cool um, is that? Yeah, we'll, we'll go find a place to sit down and I'll, we'll, we'll just do this maybe at a... Oh, have you ever been to Bad Owl Coffee? No. Harry Potter themed. No way. It is nice. awesome. And they got great coffee. Their people there are so cool. They're, I, I know the owners. They're, they're sweethearts. Um, they're actually from Hawaii, too, interestingly no enough. That's I'm like, awesome. Hawaiians that are interested in UK magic. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> niche. Um, yeah. yeah. Total niche. Loved it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, and, and we're going to go ahead and sign off, guys, at this point because it's just getting to that time. Um, and, and we want to respect everybody's time. I want to respect your time as well. Thank you again for coming and hanging out with me. Thank um, you. Having a cup of coffee and, and this is like really important shit. I mean, this, you can't just, you can't just walk, walk around and go, I, yeah, I'll get it when I get it. It just doesn't work that way. And if you guys haven't heard that throughout this whole freaking podcast, there's a lot of research behind this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that matters when it comes to getting your sleep. A lot of stuff. And I, you know, please feel free I'm, i will look forward to our second part because there is just i feel very mission driven around yeah. this just because yeah. um what i went through and i feel like i suffered uh, more than i had the experience felt mm -hmm. like suffering more mm -hmm. than it had to uh and i certainly don't want people to feel alone on this journey so there's all kinds of ways that um can have accountability have uh, support yep. and and then a knowing of what to do to make a difference so, that's yeah. one of the best things about podcasting like what you have what i have is we're able to open up these subjects and get this kind of information to people so they can so they can know that they're not alone yeah um and and that's why i ask for for people to come and share their stories and their expertise so you guys know how we like to end this love all of you thanks so much for watching if you haven't subscribed yet make sure you subscribe on youtube if you're listening on anchor any of your other favorite platforms for podcasting go ahead download go ahead and subscribe i have plenty more wonderful guests like this young lady here that are going to be bringing all kinds of great subject matter this one happens to be one that i actually um uh have some some passion of myself around only because 
it's needed. Um, and, and I'm probably one of the greatest self offenders of this one anyway. Aren't we uh, all? Yes, yeah, totally get right? that. Yeah. Mm, coffee. Uh, so we, we <laughs> I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Stay up, stay healthy, stay safe, but live. We will talk with all of you guys again real soon. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. For more information on Java Chat, visit www.javachatpodcast.com. You've been listening to Coffee with Mike on Java Chat. Tune in weekly to this podcast for the next episode. You can also download or subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. A production of Oasis Media Group, LLC. Located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.